Hello, and welcome back to the Humans of James River. You are listening to Season 2, Episode 6. Today, you'll be hearing from Dominic Jeanette, who is a senior at James River High School. He'll be speaking on his mental health journey, especially with depression. So that being said, viewer discretion is advised because we will be talking about a couple of hard topics um, that may be triggering for some listeners. I hope you all enjoy. All right, so uh, middle school, I kind of lived like a very like a bit of an isolated life. I was in the CBG program, and I had not that many friends, even inside the program. I had a few close friends, but one of them left didn't go to James River. He uh, ended up going to a private school for kids with dyslexia. So one less friend, I, and not being in CBG anymore, it was kind of hard to adapt to high school. And that sudden switch uh, began to take a toll on my mental health. At first it was fine. I, I felt very calm and I thought I was doing good. I thought I was doing good. Uh, then the uh, then it was like February. Uh, Sadie Hawkins dance came around. Someone on my bus asked me out as a joke, like one of those like prank asking out on the date things. I'm not gonna name names, but yeah, that, that was. I mean, it was a minor thing. I kind of got over it after a week, but it kind of gave me trust issues for a little bit. And I think it ended up sowing seeds for like all the self-doubt and self-consciousness that I kind of have now. But then the thing that really like pushed me towards like mental issues, uh, mental health problems was spring. Uh, It was an English nine there were a group of girls they'd like sit together in the back that was fine you know they had their own little chair their own little table but then our teacher got rid of the table during spring cleaning so she moved the tape so the girls still wanted to sit back there so they moved desks and it just so happened that all these desks they moved were right around where I'd sit so I just felt very isolated within that classroom. Like my desk was literally on one side and everyone else was on the other side of the whole classroom. And it just, just really made me feel awful. And then after that, I was kind of, I started to be like very self-conscious about like people not talking to me in class and that's just like in some classes I'd usually just have points where I'd sort of like stop like just completely withdraw from everything it was mostly in English 9 occasionally in PE but it was just those two classes then sophomore year. Over the summer, I 
I got a job, but then I lost it only like a few days in. That was pain. That was really te annoying. That definitely did some. I don't know what I was going with that, but still, that was an issue. And then, um, sophomore year was just kind of like the same as before. It was just more self-doubt, more overanalyzing everything, more just concerned that the people around me didn't really care about me. Like, I still had close friends that I could talk to, but it just seemed like that was it. I didn't really have anyone else that I could look for. On even the, no, yeah, even days, even days when I had PE. On even days, I'd, odd days, I was able to sit and have lunch with my friends, which was very nice, but then on even days, I'd always just eat lunch by myself, and it just kind of like that sort of started to take a toll on me but then one day after school I don't know what pushed me I just think like I just ran away decided yes I'm, I'm done with this I'm finally gonna try to kill myself it was so I went walk I I went on walks on that time to just like try to calm myself down like give me some headspace and then one more and then what route I'd usually take was to the CVS um at Robius and Old Bonaire and then back that was like a mile each way so I went to the CVS but instead of turning around I just kept going down Robius Midlothian, and I took Midlothian down to Poe. I, I was originally planning to jump off the uh, overpass, like the part where Midlothian went over to Poe White, but I backed out last second because I was just worried, like, what if I lived? I would be worse off. But instead of turning around, I... Oh, I did turn around, but Instead of going home, I instead turned around onto the pole light. I couldn't call my parents and tell them that I I made a terrible decision and I wanted them to pick me up because my phone ran out of battery. So then, after that, I was trying to get run over, but I abandoned that soon after because I didn't want to hurt anyone. In the process of killing myself, I thought that would be very selfish. So then, my third plan back to back was to uh, let hypothermia do me in because it was a really cold day. But then, I ended up not doing that. I, I just decided that I should try to improve myself some way, somehow actually make an effort instead of just giving up. Thankful, I tried to get off at the next exit and get to somewhere where I could call my parents, but thankfully one of my mom's friends 
picked me up off the side of the road and brought me home. There's definitely been moments that have not been fun after that, moments that have sort of highlighted my situation in terms of, oh, there was one thing before, there was one thing like that happened a month before I tried, a month and a half before I tried to kill myself, that may have possibly like been a pushing factor. Uh, my dad got a job as the bus driver in Chesterfield County, and then he wanted. So then one day it was snowing. He, it was his responsibility to clear out the snow on the sidewalk, like the snow around the bus, so that he could drive it after uh, everything was done and the kids went back. And he wanted me to help, so I came out with him to the to the bus loop where it was. But before we could even start, my dad slipped on the ice, broke his knee. He was out of the job pretty much at that point. Couldn't. He had to stay home for the longest time. He's uh, he's now permanently disabled because of it. And then, I mean, I tried to help. I'd get stuff for him. I... Uh, Shoveled the snow around the bus by myself to do it for him so that they didn't have to bring out people from the county or whatever they probably would have done. But yeah, there was still a few things after after I tried to kill myself that sort of like made me think a lot about, well, just sort of like made me think too much and have self-doubt again. Or just reminding me of the rough financial situation I was in. Uh, I tried to go to homeroom for junior year and junior year. So, sorry, homecoming, homecoming. I tried to go to homecoming junior year. It's been a long day. Uh, tried to go to homecoming junior year. Some friends said that they let me hang out with them. But then they took the homecoming pictures without me. I was a bit confused, and I just was like, "Why?" Asking like, "Why? Why did he take pictures without me?" And they told me, "Oh, just meet us there. Just meet us there at school." Okay. Like I was a bit confused. Then they never met me there. Like they showed up, but they never. But they didn't make too much of an effort to try to find me. Apparently they did, and I just conveniently missed them the whole time, but I don't know. It definitely, like, that was a night that kind of, kind of ruined. And then recently we had a power outage caused by Dominion, they uh, had faulty wiring, which caused power surge. We had to shut the power off for like 12 hours to avoid our house becoming a fire hazard. It was very stressful, very tedious. And afterwards, uh, the oven was broken. 
The fridge was broken. The heating was broken. We had to get it all fixed. And while we were lucky to get like a replacement up oven and a replacement fridge in like a decent amount of time. Uh, I started off the, the school year just thinking that I couldn't have anything from the fridge. Like we'd have a fridge that didn't work until November or December. And just that kind of scared me. All right, so sort of parallel to all of this, I began to take an interest in music production. Uh, at first, I just used a cheap browser digital audio workstation that the school provided me for a class, for like a music production class. And then that summer, got the uh, free demo version of FL Studio on my laptop. And then for my 15th birthday, my parents bought me some studio equipment. Uh, it came with, like, the package came with an audio box, some speakers, and uh, the mic I'm actually recording the podcast with. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway uh, since then, I've been working hard. Same month that I tried to kill myself, I actually, like, set up a uh, an account with DistroKid and I've been able to get my music released on major streaming services. I get 100% of the earnings. Unless it's a song where like, I worked with someone else, in which case they get 50% just out of like respect. Although no one that I've given the 50% to is actually taken the 50%. Whatever. I've been working hard for it. One of my songs uh, earlier, no, last month, last month hit 100,000 streams on Spotify. That was a really good day. And then I've been working on like, like an actual like proper album instead of just like instrumentals, but it's been hard. I don't, I don't want to plug it. I don't want to plug my music properly on this podcast. Uh, I, I don't want to like make it seem like I came on here for for streams. But, I think you should plug it. Just go for it. <laughs> You're talented. I think I think it's important. All right, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's Dominic on any of the streaming services. If if you click on it and the person on the little icon looks like just some guy with long hair and like a trench coat over a, over the Charlottesville skyline, that, that, that's me. That's me, baby. <laughs> and then uh, the other, the other part of my recovery has been linguistics. Uh, at start of sophomore year, I was like concerned about like financial issues and like not being able to afford a vacation I was beginning to become stressed by school. So I uh, began learning languages on Duolingo as like a form of escapism. Like as I'd learn them, I'd just be thinking like, man, 
it, like I'd be putting my shoes and like what it would be like to be there in like the country wherever they speak that language. It was very therapeutic. Eventually, I began to like take an interest in linguistics and begin to study languages more in depth through it, and not just like give up after the basics. And then now that's sort of pushed me to the point of like wanting to actually like have a career path. The uh, foreign service officer, like being a foreign service officer for the U.S. for the United States. The State Department. It, I mean, I get paid six figures to live in another country. And, like, the idea of learning a language for the purpose of going somewhere, just, like, doing that to feel better about myself has, like, pushed me to a career opportunity that I never would have thought about without that so that's been really good I feel like my story is just about is just as much about the uh, issues I've faced as it is about the recovery from these issues or at least the attempts that I've made and I think these attempts could work out somewhere down the road yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing your story with me. And this will definitely, I know that this will help so many people in our James River community and just all over the world because so many people have faced depression and faced things similar to you. So just thank you so much for being so strong to come on and share this with me and with James River. Um, and then I just have a couple of follow-up questions. Um, the first one is just kind of out of curiosity. If you had ever gone to therapy or counseling or like at school or outside of school or anything like that because I know I I know therapy is really really scary and like even for me I've tried to go before but it, it's really intimidating but I was wondering if you ever had an experience with that uh I talked to my school counselor every now and then throughout like late freshman year and then during sophomore year, I'd just, like, check in every now and then. Like, she'd call me up and then, like, say, come to the counselor's office. We'd talk and then we'd just about whatever I was dealing with. And then after I tried to kill myself, my parents made me get a therapist down uh, down near, like, Hull Street. I'd go, like, twice a week. And yeah, was it a positive experience? Do you think? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say that helped. Actually, I I kind of forgot about that until you mentioned it. Well, that's but good. I'm glad that it was. It was very nice to have someone to vent to, just mm-hmm. about like what what happened in a week that I just didn't really like. Just sort of like talk to him about like what's been good and what's been bad in a week and sort of like how I could like approach it from a better mindset. Mm-hmm. That was very helpful. I stopped getting therapy after like August of that year because he, uh, he had to go take a vacation. And so that like, that was like an irregularity in like the scheduling. And I just didn't, 
bother to reschedule to like get any more meetings after that because I'd have to like sign up for them when he got back. So like I didn't have any laid out and I felt like I was better so I didn't have to. Yeah. I just stopped on my own volition. Yeah, I feel like therapy is definitely nine times nine times out of ten a very positive experience. Um, especially having like that third party when they have really nothing to do with you. Like they don't know you outside of just their, your, your their patient. Um, so I'm really glad that was, that, that was, um, helping hand in your situation. Um, and kind of focusing more on the recovery side. I was wondering how your recovery has been, like, how's it going? Like, how are you doing right now? Um, and is there any way that like I can support you, Jane River can support you? Um, anything like that? Um, like, I'd say that, like, it was at its best, like, in spring and summer of 2018. That was, like, me just sort of, like, having, like, like, off the, like, off the tails of, uh, getting an account with DistroKid and being able to make money off my music. That was something that really motivated me to keep improving, like financial worries, I kind of had counterbalanced to that. My parents, uh, we went to New York City for spring break. That really made me feel good because, like, going to a big city just, like, means a lot just because, like, it's such a unique experience. I mean, downtown Richmond's, like, right here, but I never really feel compelled to, like, go there. But, uh, And then just, like, I felt like I was sort of making progress faster and that really, really helped out. Like my approach to like continuing to improve myself. But then uh, fall kind of like slowed down. No, wait, not summer, spring of 2018. It was like spring, summer of 2019. My bad. I, I, I got my ears mixed up. But after fall of 2019, uh, it kind of slowed down, like, the recovery. It's kind of like at a stalemate. I've been trying to go to the gym more often. But uh, it's been inconsistent because school's been really stressful for me this year. And then, like, after maybe a week going to the gym, I got, like, a stomach bug from it. I don't think it was COVID, but it was definitely something that was had me thrown up all weekend and then after that my stomach was just generally uneasy for the rest of the week which may or may not have been worsened by anxiety can't really tell for sure yet and then uh there's nothing else I've really been I mean I've been trying to hang out with my friends more that's definitely helped like being able to drive on my own is allowed me to hang out with my friends more and that's definitely helped a bit now yeah and i know covid has definitely making every like everything's a lot harder now especially school like it's so different for everyone definitely people who don't have even have like a diagnosed mental illness everyone's mental health is kind of all over the place because yeah it's really weird and confusing um and i know and going to the gym is something that at least you know for me as well is 
it's a great way. It's like, I know sometimes getting there is a struggle, but once you're there, you get, you really so many endorphins and it's just, you know, once you get in the zone, it definitely, at least, you know, I started playing sports because of tragic things that happened in my life. So that's kind of what got me back up. And so just anything with, you're just getting out there and moving, um, definitely nice. And I think we live in a very beautiful place. <laughs> so even taking walks in Richmond, especially since you can drive, which is really awesome, can definitely help out. But if you, you know, if you ever need anything or need to talk to anyone, I'm always here. And I know everyone at our school is also definitely here for you as well. Um, but so the last question kind of, I was just curious about your music. Um, and like, where did your passion for music come from? Like, was it kind of just sprout out of something specific or like with a more organic, like, have you like music your whole life? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a tough question. Like I was kind of interested. I was always interested in music, just like listening to it growing up as like a kid and then middle school I wanted to like be able to play music so then seventh grade I got a guitar it was like a nice little Fender acoustic electric uh took guitar class at school took a break from the guitar because I didn't feel like I learned much but then I tried again in high school I've been having weekly lessons for about four years now uh, I've definitely improved my guitar playing. And then from there, like the music production class that sort of gave me like another avenue of making music. And then from there, like from that point, I've also been expanding the music I've been listening to, which has provided creativity and just very fun to like find like new music, especially from like, other parts of the world. Yeah, music is definitely um, just, it's what brings people together, I feel like, and it's really, it it's just a way, like, of expressing yourself, but also with mental health, I feel like that can, like, if you find, like, your genre, that can really help you, especially, like, with if you're feeling anxious like putting on a, your favorite song can totally help um so yeah that was i'm just really interested about that and um with linguistics did you just kind of start taking like school languages and then kind of gone into it or just through duolingo or what's up with that uh i started for duolingo um and that's still the main resource i use because uh i don't know much about i mean there's like some youtube channels or, like, they'll do, like, basic, like, looks at languages, which is nice for some languages where, like, I think I might want to look at it. So, like, it gives me, like, a nice, like, brief look that can, like, maybe push me into, like, learning more about it. But Duolingo is still my primary resource. Uh, right now, I'm using it to learn Swahili. It's a very beautiful language. Very intuitive with how it like does grammar it's very good language yeah that's super impressive that you're learning that 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 is definitely hard but it's it 
I, in chorus, we sang some songs in Swahili, so I... Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yes so, yeah, we did that last year so that's like the only swahili words i know but it's beautiful it really is and that's just a plus to you for just kind of going for it on your own um and finding a passion i think that's super cool and just super awesome um but that's basically all the questions i have um oh sorry yeah you go I tried to like do an initiative with Duolingo. I actually was like trying to uh, use independent resources to learn Mongolian and for like a uh, unofficial capstone because I'm not in leadership. Mm -hmm. I was going to try to like gather my friends and like we were going to work together on designing a Duolingo course for so that English speakers could learn Mongolian. That's really cool. I applied for like the thing. In like late in like mid to late September, but I have yet to hear back from them. Well, hopefully apparently they want time for incubator requests to get back <laughs> a lot usually. Yeah, well, I hope you hear back. That's super awesome, and I know Duolingo's like big, like huge deal. I mean, I was in Spanish, and that's a main resource that we used. Um, but that's yeah. super awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you so much again for just coming on and sharing. Um, I really appreciate it, and I know everyone else at James River does. All right, so once again, I'd just like to say thank you to my guest today, Dominic. Um, he is such a great guy, and his story is so moving. Um, and please know if you are in a similar situation that he was in, that on our website, um, there are the resources tab that have a bunch of different hotlines, um, websites, some stuff from our school psychiatrist. She has a bunch of great resources. If you need help, um, please, please seek it um, and check out some of those resources. But yeah, thank you so much to Dominic for just sharing that story um, with our community. I think that that's something that's really, really hard to share. And I just appreciate it a lot. And he's so strong and he's such a great guy. Um, So thank you again. All right. And if you guys would like to see more of the Humans of James River, um, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes um, and also give us a like and a a rating. I think it's called a rating. (laughs) A rating and a comment. Um, just let me know how I'm doing, what else I can do for you guys. I love hearing feedback, and I think that's very important when having a podcast or just anything that's going out to the community to get the community's feedback. I think that's very important. Also, you can reach us on Instagram at Humans of JR Pod and the same on Facebook at Humans of JR Pod. And also, I have a GoFundMe page up and running that you can find on the Facebook, Instagram, or the website, anywhere you go. I'd really appreciate if um, if you had the ability to, um, if you have the ability to donate, that would be so awesome just to help keep the podcast going, get some nice equipment, all that good stuff. It goes directly back into the human, the James River. So yeah, I believe that's everything I have for today. Um, to the day I'm filming this, we just found, or recording the intro and outro. We just found out that we're going back all virtual for our cohort. 
So I hope that everyone's transition back into virtual, if you were doing hybrid, goes very smoothly. Um, and with school and everything, I hope everyone's doing well. Like I said, there are resources on the website, but I know I'm open to talking to anyone as well, their guidance counselors, admin, principals, everyone. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a really great day, a great week, and I look forward to speaking with you again. Bye.